Hi everyone, this is Tyrena, and I want to thank you for tuning in to Grace Extended Ministries, um, whether you are tuning in on YouTube or if you are listening in on the podcast. So, I'm going to try to be brief with this here word. So, for the past month, God has had me in the book of Joshua and specifically he has had me like he's had like my head pressed on (laughs) these this passage of scripture um, which is Joshua 6 verses 12 and 13 and he has been giving me dreams on dreams on dreams regarding the importance of deliverance so I could be here all day talking about my dreams. I was literally thinking about going individually into these dreams, but I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to give the concept of what he is saying. And it started with a dream that I had back. I thought it started last month, but actually it started as early as I can see. I just started a new journal mid-May. And literally the first entry was a dream about um, the importance of needing to be delivered from a few things in order to move into, I mean, you're, we're already in the promised land, but there are some things that we have to let go, that we are trying to um, stow away in our luggage. And God is like, look, you need to let that go. So before I even get into the scripture or anything like that, matter of fact, I'm going to read the scripture and then I'm going to pray and then I'll go into what he's been showing me. So verse 12 says, that is why the Israelites cannot stand against their enemies. They turn their backs and run because they have been made liable to destruction. I will not be with you anymore unless you destroy whatever among you is devoted to destruction. Go, consecrate the people. Tell them, consecrate yourselves in preparation for tomorrow. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, that which is devoted among you, O Israel, you cannot stand against your enemies until you remove it. Father God, I thank you for giving me this opportunity to speak on your behalf to your people. I thank you for using my life as a living testimony to speak from experience. Father, only by your spirit that I'm able to do this, not by my will or by my might. So with that, I decrease all of my being so that you have room in my vessel to increase in the name of Jesus. Because I never want the the focus to be on myself as the messenger, but the message that is coming from you. And I never want the focus to be on myself as the man, but you, Father, the Messiah, so that when all is said and done, only you, Jesus, will be glorified in this house, this ministry that you have gifted me with. I pray that those listening in or tuning in on YouTube have ears to hear what it is that you are speaking to them. Father, I pray that in the midst of them listening and watching, that you confirm if this word is for them and if you are leading them to turn it off 
that they hear your voice when you tell them to turn it off and to move on if this is for them. I pray that you confirm if this is their season of deliverance and that you guide them in your way on how that should go. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Excuse me, y'all. One second. Okay. <clears throat> so. I have been working through deep deliverance. And I thought that it started with one thing. But as God has been delivering and moving me out of things. And you know what? I thank, I thank the Holy Spirit that he's in the room. So this, <laughs> my curtain, my curtain as the wind blows, it just, I just see in the spirit, the book of Acts, when the Holy Spirit came upon the 12 that were in the upper room. So that's when I see that, I just, <laughs> I just think of that scripture and I just, I'm so thankful for it. But anyway, um, my deliverance started with one area in my life. But as he gives me insight, as he exposes one area, he's showing me how it has bled into another area in my life. And I'm noticing, <clears throat> a month in, I'm noticing that this is a full deliverance that God is trying to bring me out of. Now, I also learned that there's healing, but then there's also deliverance. Now these things at first when I when I at first learned that this is what God was trying to do, at first I was like, Oh, like God, I thought that you I thought you healed me from all of this stuff. And it wasn't until today that I was actually able to sit down and fight the there you go. <laughs> and fight the um the spirit of idleness, that laziness, that just feeling drained because first of all I got up late so I know I got plenty of sleep as I was fighting through this because I know that God has been calling me to share this word as he's taking me through these things because he's doing it for a lot of us um, a lot of us are in a season where um, we are uh, stepping into um new covenants, whether it be marriage, whether it be business relationships, new partnerships, he's taking us in. We, we are already in our promised land. But the thing is, he kept bringing me back to the book of Joshua because even though he led them to conquer these territories, there were still some things that the Israelites had with them and God called them out on it. And it was through them conquering, well, attempting to conquer AI, that this is when they started losing. Because where they had previously just came from, God instructed them not to take anything from that territory, from that land that he just, you know, led them in to conquer. He said, don't touch anything there. 
And what he was showing me what that was, was, let's see. Let's actually go up a verse. They have taken some of the devoted things. They have stolen. They have lied. They have put them with their own possessions. And I'm actually going to go to when, and this is Achan's sin. We see Achan's in chapter seven says Achan, but the Israelites acted unfaithfully in regard to the devoted things. Achan, son of Carmi, the son of Zimri, the son. Okay, we're going to skip that. Took some of them from the, okay, so he was originally from the tribe of Judah. Took some of them, so the Lord's anger burned against Israel. So their only job was to go in and conquer, you know, and to kill um, the people who were in that land so that they could um, conquer that territory. They weren't supposed to take anything of the those belongings of those people. So what God has been showing me is the importance of deliverance. To be delivered is to be set free from bondage it is to let go of the spirits that have been holding us captive from fully subduing the territory that god has called us to subdue so what is that for some of you for whoever that is god has shown me addiction that's for me though <laughs> addiction lust um, especially the sexual impurities, like he's really putting emphasis on that. He has taught me about these marine spirits, which is like, excuse me, oh, it's my computer. These marine spirits that, um, spiritual husbands, spiritual wives, these incubus spirits, these things that you hear about. Some of us have been healed from the effects of these spirits, but we, we have been finding ourselves constantly in a circle back to where it, it was almost like we were never, like God never healed us from it. So for instance, I'm hearing for those who struggle with lust so having sex let's just jump right into it having sex we've been taught that there are risks that comes with having sex and it's not just about having sex out of wedlock i mean well yeah that's really what it's about that's the rule sex is for marriage sex is good but it's for marriage that is the container of sex it's supposed to be less of a risk there it's supposed to be safe it is safe in marriage but because of sin even in the marriages we have allowed the enemy to come in and and, and you know what i'm not even going to say that we have allowed the enemy because what god is showing me and what he has showed me this past month when it comes to deliverance of these these are if we're going to sum it up familiar spirits these things were before we were even born. We were born into them. These things, God has shown me some things that have come from my parents 
and generations before me that he's showing me because I am in a position submitted to him to where I, to where he can fully deliver not only me from those spirits, but now to clean up my bloodline. I have that responsibility over my family to clean up the bloodline of these spirits. So I have been fasting. I have been in prayer. I have been in study for these things for a while. And, it, and I don't I don't even know. I thought this was going to be a seven-day fast. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> because these things are so deeply rooted. And just it's like every week as I feel like, okay, I've conquered that. Now it's over. Now it's like showing me more. Like how deeply rooted it is. And for me, it started with, it started, I want to say it started with addiction. For me, one of those things was sugar. One of those things was sugar. Constantly showing me sugar in my dreams. Me eating on cake and this, this, that. And he's sending people to uh, yell at me to spit out, you know, to spit out the cake and all this stuff like that. And he's showing me how this addiction to sugar has held up my time. These familiar spirits have been hindering you from moving forward. And while you're in the promised land, the doors are open. And while the doors are open, you know, in front of you, you find yourself wondering why are things not picking up? Why are things not moving forward? Just like the Israelites here in this text. Here we are. We've been conquering this territory and that territory and that territory. But it's this specific place that didn't even this this territory at the beginning when they first got there two men in charge said not all the people will even have to go up against ai send two or three thousand men to take it and do not worry all the people but only a few men are there so about three thousand went up but they were routed by the men of Ai, who killed about 36 of them. They chased the Israelites from the city gate as far as the stone quarries and struck them down on the slopes. At this, the hearts of the people melted and became like water. So, God is saying you have this territory, you know, uh, he has this territory for you to conquer. He's opened the door. He's giving you the, the okay to go in. We think that we can, let's, let's talk about marriage for a second. We think we can step into these kingdom marriages with the spirit of lust still on us. We think that we can step into these kingdom marriages and these things that God has healed us from, the effects of sexual impurity, incest, these things that we dealt with as, you know, when we were younger, we think that we can step into it just being healed. See, there's healing and then there's deliverance. They're typically done together, but they're separated for a reason. You've been healed from the trauma of those things that happened to you, or you have fully forgiven yourself from things that you've done in the past. Some of us are, are, are and this is not just speaking about people who are victims of um, sexual impurities or 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 um, 
And it's not just about sex, but specifically he wants to, and it's not to call out you, it's to call, he's trying to, there's healing. See, I'm hearing God say that the healing is to call out the emotions in you. The emotions that have set in from things that have happened in your past, whether you were a victim of it or whether you were the person doing it. And then you have deliverance of the source of those things that took that that had an effect on you. The source, the deliverance is the lust. The healing is the trauma behind what lust took you into. So let's talk about sex for a second. You have the spirit of lust. It creeps up on you. You see somebody you like. Y'all get together. Y'all have sex. Boom. Okay. Let's say from uh, an effect of that, that God needs to heal you from is an STD. So he heals you and he takes away the STD. But the lust is still there. Some of you realize, some of you question why you keep having sex out of wedlock. Why you keep falling into temptation. It's because you need to be delivered from the spirit. That's something different. But typically healing and deliverance are done together. Because if you are not delivered from those spirits, those marine spirits, the spiritual incubus husband and wife that carry that spirit of lust, if you are not delivered from it, God is going to have to keep healing you from the effects. Some of you have had multiple STDs. Some of you have... Um, the trauma of, uh, let's, 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 let's hop off of sex. Let's jump into addiction. For me specifically, God was showing me how my addiction to sugar and, and carbs and chips and junk food, how that affects me going into my profession that he wants me to step into of being an actor. See, addiction pulls you away from self-discipline, self-control. And in order for me to be an actor, how the actor that I want to be, I want to do action movies and things like that. So I have to be in a certain shape to do those things. And God wants you prepared before he takes you into that promised land. Or you know what? By the grace of God, he has allowed a lot of us into the promised land before even being rid of these things. I'm in my promised land. God has, is starting to open. He has opened the door for opportunities to come my way when it comes to acting. I just, I, 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 um, I booked a role last week, um, for a part in a short film. We do table read today at, as a matter of fact, and next week we film. So hallelujah for that. He has closed the doors everywhere else. He is showing me that this is the direction. It's time. The season has come for me to do that. But he is also showing me the effects of my addiction to uh, sugar. And he has sent divine help my way to explain the physiological effects of addiction on the brain and what that does. Sugar is, an, is addicting. It's just like drugs. And not realizing it, this is a door. God has been showing me doors that the enemy has been coming in to keep me bound and that has that has been um playing with me and that's kind of had me on like a yo-yo like a roller coaster 
why I haven't been able to consistently work out. Those types of things. And whoever this is for, I say me, put your name there. <laughs> I mean, put your name there. It's not just for me. This is for you. He, he, he's showing me these things. And he placed it heavy on my heart to share this with you guys as well. For a reason. But see, in all of this, it's not... Now, now this is a really intense text here. But the thing is, he's showing the importance of deliverance here. Now, see, they stole things that they were supposed to leave behind in that previous place that they conquered. Hence, the, the, these spirits that we were supposed to drop off a long time ago. But again, everything for an appointed time. So I, I don't feel like God is saying that um, you're late doing this. But God has warned us. And has been talking to us about these things that he's been, it's the things that he's been talking to us about for a long time. For me, it's my eating habits. Another thing for me is lust. And really stressing the importance of making sure that you put those things down. That he's calling a lot of us to seek deliverance. He really is. But it's by his grace that he's still in the midst of the deliverance, ushering us into our promised land, doing it all at the same time. Praise God for that. I don't know how long this deliverance is going to be for me. I know that I'm excited about it. I've been fasting for almost a month now. And that first week, God was showing me things in it. And I'm just thinking like, oh, it's going to be seven days. Um, oh, it's just going to be seven days. Um, and the thing was, my thing was that God showed me at the beginning of that first week was I would follow the, the fast, you know, how I would do it. But then after, like I would do it for 12 hours. And then I, as soon as I would stop, I would pick up sugar again. And at the end of that week, God was like, well, what is the point of the fast? If you're just going to go back to doing what you were doing. I got so much clarity in the fast, but it was like God wanted so much more for me. There is a man. I don't want to come out of it because if I come out of it and it's on this phone, there is a, a I seen like a, a post that a, a minister put on YouTube yesterday, like a community post. And it was something that went along the lines of you got, gosh, what did he, what did it say? Oh, what did it say? Let me see if I can find it. Just a second, y'all. Okay, let me see. 
the yep okay thank you so this post here i saw yesterday you are made for more than you are living in and it's these spirits that these familiar spirits and you know these let me finish my statement before i jump on <laughs> these familiar spirits that have been following us that have been lingering in our in our shadows that we're not noticing that are there that are keeping us in a place where we are complacent and it's not even that we're comfortable there we want more we see where God wants to take us we see the door open but for some reason we can't walk through that door God has been giving me dreams about crocodiles blocking doors those are territorial spirits that's a familiar spirit too these spirits go back generations on generations on generations that have been tormenting and that have been assigned and placed there specifically for you and God has just been opening my eyes so much about this. And it, if this is you, if God has been showing you these things, like, and, and for, for months I've been like, I'm one of those people God has called away from their family. And I'm like, okay, God, I got rid of them. But yet he keeps giving me dreams about them. And not fully understanding it. And just, I'm like, God, I know you're trying to tell me something about this, but what is it? Every time I see them in my dreams, it's making me angry because of the spirits that I know that they carry. But then God also taught me not to um, associate them with those spirits. It's still the spirits. So when we, when we learn that certain family members carry certain spirits, we want to jump on and get defensive with those family members. But you got to remember and understand that they may not be aware. And if they are aware, they're not willing to do the work, which is why he appointed you to clean the bloodline. And if they're not willing to do the work, it's no surprise why he has called you away from your family. Because trying to do it around them, absolutely not. Those spirits are not having it. Some of you he has called to consecrate which is right here in verse 13 go consecrate consecrate means to sanctify another word for sanctify means to set apart that means literally to decide to go down the righteous path and to separate yourself from anything that is not of God and it's not to say that you're better than them. It's not to say anything like that. But it's because God is calling you to hire. And in order for this to work, in order for you to reach all of your promises, I know I have a very high calling on me. In order for me to really fully step into that and for this to work, I cannot have that stuff around me. Because those familiar spirits, they know you. They know what makes you tick. They know what doors to open. Some of you have closed the doors, but yet God's still giving you dreams about these familiar spirits through your family members being in your house. How are you getting in here? How are you getting in here? Just gave me a dream yesterday 
about a spirit on a family member. I'm like, yo, I have completely, <laughs> I have completely come into agreement with you guys. Why are they in my house? And looking like the nerve, the nerve of this person. How do you even know where I live? You don't even know where I live. You have no contact with me. It's because the spirits still have the keys. God showed me that it's one thing to close the door, but you have to take the keys back. The same way when Jesus died, he went to hell and he took the keys back from the enemy. Some of you are in that season. Some of you are in that part of your season where now, yes, you've closed the doors, but they keep getting back in. These spirits keep coming back in. These familiar spirits disguising themselves. This spirit that I that, that I had this dream about, when, when I came in, the door, when I walked up to my house, the door was slightly open. So I knew somebody was in there that wasn't supposed to be in there. I look and it was like a dark silhouette in the shape of my my sibling's body. This is my younger sibling. God showed me and this could be for somebody else. He showed me that it's through those it's through that specific sibling or that specific relative, especially the the ones that are younger than you that you that you have affection towards that you love, that you care for that you feel like you have some type of responsibility over that the spirit of Jezebel uses, that territorial spirit uses, that's a door right there, which is why he had to completely call me away from my family. Because in trying to help them, there's a door for the enemy to come in. So I can't be around them at all. Whoever that's for, that's why you can't be around any of them. Because even the ones that need guidance is still an open door. Especially when you have a high calling and when he's saying cut everything off. What he say? That is why Israelites cannot stand against their enemies. They turn their backs and run because they have been made liable to destruction. Those, those doors make you liable to destruction. I believe that the Lord, of course, will still be with you. But until you close those doors, the enemy is going to keep coming. Like, because this is really harsh. I mean, remember, this is the Old Testament. You know, by the grace of God, we always got the Holy Spirit in us. <laughs> so let's remember that. So I don't believe that, again, the word also says he will never leave us or forsake us. He will keep, he, he, he'll heal us from it. But see, some of you have been getting dreams back to back, just like I have. And not picking it up and not understanding. And it was finally with divine help. And I thank God for that friend. Oh, I thank God for her so much. I thank God for her. Thank the Lord for your divine connection. Some of you have met people through these ministries on Facebook. That God has placed strategically there for you to see these things. Y'all, we were on the phone yesterday and she was just trying to connect the dots. And I was just like, what? <laughs> I was like, huh? Like, what do you mean? 
A few minutes later, I got it. Thank the Lord. But this is so important. This is so important. If you do not let go of these things, if you don't find the open doors, think about the people, even if God, again, God called me away. Like I haven't seen my family in months, but those feelings of missing them and this, this, that, and even with my daughter, my daughter, some of you, your kids are open doors. And sometimes it's not something I'm like, okay, God, you want me to say anything to them specifically? I mean, what? And again, remembering, because I'm like, what do you want me to say to them? Like, because I started getting like irritated because I'm like, God, like I, I, I don't, they don't even, like I've even changed my number. And again, God reminded me of the scripture, the War is not against flesh and blood. So it's not them specifically. Yes, you have to physically stay away from them. Some of you, it's just until it's complete. Some of you, it may be forever. I don't know if that's the case for me. I don't know. But right now, I know right now, I know that God has called me away from them. For this time. In order for this full deliverance to happen. I got to get it completely out of me. You know what I'm saying? It's just like. He took me to. When Jesus was. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And then during that time. Matthew 4. Verses 3 and 4. Then the tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. And then Jesus answered, it is written, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So, and it is not that you're in your wilderness season, but he's calling you to fast. It's just, our job is to, to reenact what Jesus did it's not exalting us over Jesus or anything like that but he came and performed his acts on earth so that we may see how it was done so that we do it too and he also says in his word that you guys are going to do the same he said to his disciples that's us you guys are going to do the same things but even more we are in and we are I mean, come on, times have evolved. We have technology now. We have all of these extra things. That's why we do more. That's why we are called to do more than what Jesus did. But even though it's more works, his blueprint does not change. His blueprint can still be applied today. So whoever is being called to fast, you take that fast. You go on that fast and you study Matthew 4. How he was tempted. And look how he responded to the enemy. We don't play with the enemy. He was stern with the enemy. And then especially when it comes to deliverance. Study the scriptures in Matthew. I mean all through the gospels. That's the four, the first four. Um, the first four books of the New Testament. Pay attention to how he addressed those demonic spirits when he had to deliver people of those demonic spirits of people being possessed. 
some people are possessed by these spirits, which is, and I believe that goes back to why we don't war with flesh and blood, but it's, it's the, the spiritual principalities that are in them. Some people are simply possessed and they don't have control over, over it, which is why you don't attack the man. You attack the spirits in the man in prayer. This is why he's calling us to fast. And we don't like fasting. Look, I I don't like that. Y'all don't like it. But this, I believe, may have been the longest time that I fasted, you know. And that first week was horrible. That first week was horrible until God was finally showing me. Like, he's trying to deliver me from something. Like, really get it out of me. I don't know if I'll ever be able to like go back to sugar, but you know what? I feel like he's given me grace for that. He's given me grace for that. Some of you, if if you're struggling with like a food addiction, you know, like I have some of the things is he is calling you to stay away from completely. It's just like the family to stay away from completely, but then some things he's calling you to rid yourself of the spirit so that you build he can build your that spirit of self-control it's all about that spirit of self-control that's like one of the hardest fruits of the spirits ain't it the last one (laughs) it might be the last one for a reason like and i and, and i believe that god does everything for a reason so even the order of reading the how the fruits of the Holy Spirit are listed in order. It might be from easiest to hardest. Now that I think about it. Self-control for me is the hardest. And God is patient with me. Like I really thought this was just going to be a seven day thing. <laughs> yeah right. But. I see that he's trying to get all of this out of me. Remember I'm saying this for me as the testimony. But replace hearing me say me with you it it may start off as something small or something that you feel like you know you've had a good handle on but then as you get deeper and deeper into your fast and as you study and as you commune with him he starts to open up like he he goes in depth you know in depth of the importance of why you have to rid yourself of it. Like how deep these spirits go. So if this is you, prepare, prepare, prepare yourself. And you know what? That's the scripture as well in Joshua. Let me run back to that real quick. I feel like the Holy Spirit is wrapping up. Yep. Consecrate yourselves in preparation for tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. It's to prepare you to step into. And to walk and take over these territories.
So I'm feeling led to stop there. I'm definitely feeling led to stop there. Um, so if you guys are interested, right, and I'm noticing, and again, I, I mentioned this on the last video that I just put up, but I'm so excited. I'm seeing my YouTube ministry grow. I have reached over a hundred subscribers and I'm noticing just, I'm getting new, a few new subscribers every day. So I praise God for every gain, every gain, um, and that these words just be, um, confirmation that it renews your heart. It renews your spirit and it just completely transforms you, um, so God has been wanting me to make sure that I emphasize um, my services that he has birthed in me. So I am a life coach. Um, I am a life coach, guys. I do offer those services. I am going to be working on uh, making a website on Calendly. That's what it's called. So you guys can go and actually book the services. Now, the only thing is... Um, now, I do charge for the services, but I can't accept payments there because it only like wants you to have like a business account. And um, yeah, so I'm not fully prepared to get the business and stuff like that. So it's still getting the uh, the funds to actually, you know, go forward with making Grace Extended Ministries an actual business. Um, so in the meantime, what I'll do is, um, until I can get the business account and the, uh, tax ID, all that stuff like that for the business, what I'll do is you guys can email me at gracextllc at gmail.com. Um, and just request an appointment. We can, uh, coordinate what the best time will be for you. And then I'll take payment. Um, if you want to do a love offering, you can sew, um, through the cash app, which is the same email. You can use that. And, um, if you want to put it specifically towards the ministry, um, that will be on PayPal. You can just hop on PayPal and just put in, um, the email for Grace Extended Ministries there and submit the payment there until I can, excuse me guys, until I can, um, get everything official for the actual business so yeah and also if you guys uh feel led to sew in my last video god had me speak on the importance of sewing um just to be a blessing and to show, to show god that you are are willing to be a vessel for him to bless others um and so he can continue to bless you as well um and not even just for my page but if you're listening to any youtuber um who is um, putting out words for the Lord, um, that's your opportunity to, you know, show God that you trust him um, in that word that you believe that he confirmed is for you. Um, put some extra weight on it and, you know, sow into that, you know, it definitely helps us. But yeah, so I, I, and you guys are not obligated to at all. I don't want you guys to feel like I'm, I'm doing this for money or anything. God called me to leave my job. <laughs> he called me to leave my job. And trust me, I haven't even tried to go back 
I'd even, I, I promise y'all I tried to go back, like, maybe he didn't, but he has completely closed those doors, um, <laughs> to me doing that, so this is my job, a lot of us, this is our job, you know, so, yeah, 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 so, with that, make sure I went over everything else, oh, so for coaching specifically, what the areas that I cover for coaching. One second. Something's going on with my computer. Okay. Hmm. Something's really going on with my computer. That's interesting. Okay, so just to sum up. Um, kingdom marriage for anyone in that season, if you're in your single season and you just want to know what God is doing for you, I do dream interpretations as well. Um, understanding the voice of God and hearing, knowing when you're hearing from God, those are just a few things that I do. A purpose as well, just knowing your, your overall purpose, um, parenting, whether, um, single or co-parenting that and yeah <laughs> so uh, for anyone interested in just coaching just any or even anything based off of um any words that god has you know spoken through me on my channel if you feel led even even if it's not through me even if you feel led to do coaching with another person in their ministry you know, let this be confirmation um, that God could be leading you to book with that person. Try them out. Like I've done it with a few people and I love the anointing on these prophetic ministries here on YouTube. I love it so much. I love it. But yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up. You guys be blessed i have some other things i have to do today i will i'm definitely gonna try to do come back up here tomorrow when my daughter is home with me all day so hopefully if she can get a nap in then i can just hop up here and record and you know do something else but yeah you guys be blessed and take care